0: Welcome to He Restores My Soul with Jannie Ortland, where you can find encouragement for your busy life through God's renewing mercies.
1: Welcome, everyone. Heidi Howerton is here with Jannie Ortland. And as you know, today is part two on a series we're currently working through on living your life with godly intention and holy purpose. We're talking about setting lifelong goals asking the Lord, Lord, in my life, what do you want me to accomplish? How can I bring a smile to your face? What dreams have you put just inside my heart for me to pursue for your glory? And so in our last episode, we introduced lifelong goals, and oh, we hope that you have written some down. And today we wanted to talk about that a little bit more. Hmm.
0: Thank you, Heidi. Yes. And I want to wish you a happy new year too. We felt it was so important during this very first episode of the new year, to talk about this with you. We hope you were able to complete your assignment. If not, don't worry. We're very forgiving, aren't we, (laughs) Heidi? (laughs) As Heidi mentioned, we began talking in our last episode about living our lives with purpose, with holy intentionality, because we are daughters of the king of the universe. We're royalty, and we can live our life in noble ways— We looked at several verses. One of the passages we looked at was
1: from Ephesians 5. Here it is, Jannie, Ephesians 5, 15-17. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So we encouraged us all to be asking, God, what is your
0: will for me? Help me to understand what the will of the Lord is in my own individual walk with you, Lord. What does that mean? Help me. And then we gave you an assignment. We do hope, as Heidi said, that you were able to think about this and pray about it a little bit. Maybe in that week between Christmas and New Year's Day, We wanted you to think about your long-term, your lifetime goals. And we asked you to even write down 5 to 10. Your assignment was to ask yourself, what do I dream about? What drives me? What thrills me? What excites me? What makes me salivate? We wanted you to ask yourself, Lord, why did you make me Why did you put me in this time in history, in this particular country, surrounded by these specific people? God, how do you want to use me for your kingdom purposes in my lifetime? And really go deep into prayer, asking God those questions. We asked you to think and pray about your own lifetime goals When you come to the end of your life, what do you want to look back on? And then we ask you to try to write out five to ten lifetime goals. Oh, we hope that you are able to. We also want to remind you that all of your goals, each and every one of them should be measurable. You can measure it. You can quantify it. It should be sustainable. It's reasonable. You can attain to it. And it should be stimulating. It's energizing to you. Measurable, sustainable, and stimulating. Now today, we also want to remind you that every single life goal that we've written needs to be under the umbrella of these words, IF GOD WILLS. IF GOD WILLS. (laughs) Write that in capital letters, on the top of your page where you've written your lifetime goals. Heidi, read some of
1: these verses we've talked about, about the Lord directing our way. Mm -hmm. This first one here, Janny, is one I've actually been meditating on the past few weeks. It's one of my favorite verses. It's Psalm 138. It says, the Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Oh, I love that, Janny. that God calls us, I think, to write goals and think about what, how to discern what's pleasing to him. But I love that he makes this promise that he will fulfill his purpose to me, that it's not all up to me, but God is faithful to accomplish his will in my life. Oh, I love that. I also think of Job twenty three fourteen, for he will complete what he appoints for me. And Proverbs sixteen nine, the heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps makes me think, if God wills it, he will be faithful to complete it in my life.
0: Yes, if God wills it. Hmm. Some of you are wondering how Heidi and I ever got onto writing Lifetime Goals. And so today, what we want to spend the rest of our time together with is sharing an experience I had and then... Also, uh, sharing some of our own goals and talking about how to make them more actionable. And then we want to close in prayer. It was way long in the dark ages, way long time ago, (laughs) 1975. (laughs) Most of you weren't born yet. But I was sitting on the couch with my dear mother-in-law, Ann Ortland. I'd been married for four years. And we were spending Christmas at their home in Pasadena. I had just miscarried our first baby and was struggling with a lot of things. And um, mom was going through spiritual renewal in her own life. And she said, Jannie, I want to share something with you. Could I? And I said, of course, mom. I always love to hear what you have to share. And we sat down on her couch in, in their living room there in Pasadena. And she said, the Lord has helped me to see that I need to write out lifetime goals for how I'm going to live for him. And I just thought I'd share mine with you. Mom walked me through her goals and told me why she did it and how she did it. And I left that evening thinking, my goodness, I'd always admired mom. And I wanted my life to be imitation of hers. I wanted my life to imitate hers as she imitates Christ. And so I was very stimulated by that conversation. And I went up to my room, got out my notebook, and took a page out and prayed over, worked through goals, lifetime goals. And I thought it might be helpful for me to share some of them with you right now. And then I'm going to ask Heidi to share some of hers, and then we're going to talk about how to bring our lifetime goals down into our day-to-day lives. So here are a few of my lifetime goals that I wrote way back in 1975, and I'm still trying to hold to them today. One is to abandon myself in seeking to know God through daily quiet times with Him. Oh, I'm so glad for that goal. Uh, nearly every day of my life, I'm able to get up and spend time with the Lord. And it has been so rich, so deep, so helpful. That's a goal that I would encourage everyone to think about having. Here's another one. Uh, this was in 1975, I was just beginning to teach ladies' Bible studies. It was to make a lifelong study of the Bible and eventually be able to teach it to other women. And the Lord has helped fulfill that goal. He still is, even to this day. Now, here's one that might... (laughs) Might raise a few hackles, we'll see, but it's been my goal and the Lord has helped me to stick to it these years, to love, respect, and to submit to Bud, that was Ray's name back in those days. He was a junior, so we called him Bud, to love, respect, and submit to Bud in such a way as to bring glory to God and the body of Christ, and the Lord has helped me to do that. I'm really grateful. Um, I had one in here about raising children. I didn't have any yet, but I really wanted to. One about being a wise, efficient, and happy homemaker from Proverbs 31. Here's one that has really helped me through the years. To keep myself trim, attractive, and appealing to bud in my clothes, weight, hair, personality, and intellect. Notice how I put intellect last. I think Ray would have wanted me to put that first. But <laughs> that's been helpful to me year to year as I come back to that and, and I think through it. Well, you you see, you get the gist. One, My final goal, which I've added in uh, 2011, was to write five books before I die. I had already written two, Fearlessly Feminine, and His Loving Law, My Lasting Legacy. And a, a third one, which I finished now, it's a children's book on marriage called A Child's First Book About Marriage, God's Way is Always Best. And now I'm working on my fourth one. It's called Help, I'm Married to My Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a pastor's wife. Well, I don't think I would have written those if I hadn't clearly prayed about it Ask the Lord, is this how you want me to spend my time and energies? I wonder, Heidi,
1: I've shared some of mine. Would you be willing to share some of your lifetime goals? I will, Janie. I think so many of them reflect some of yours because it was in your discipleship group that I first heard about lifelong goals. And so, But I'll share some of mine with you all. Um, The first one is to grow in my knowledge of the Lord and delight in His presence more year by year. And it kind of goes along with my second one that says to make a lifelong study of the Bible, have its words overflow from my heart and teach it to others. me, that really hits on scripture meditation. And I want to know the Bible so well that when I'm in a conversation, it just comes out of my heart. This is one of my favorite ones. I don't know how measurable it is, but it's to cherish my husband and children and give them my best. And that's helpful as I make different decisions day to day, month to month. As in this situation, what will allow me to give Mike and my kids my best? It helps me know what to say yes to and what to say no to because I want to give them my best. Or I have to raise three I don't know if we'll have any more three plus question mark children that love Jesus, repent and forgive, obey, have self control, work hard and delight in the goodness of God. That one can only be accomplished through the Holy Spirit's help as we raise them.
0: I like that one, Heidi. It's very specific. I like all your goals, but I love that you, instead of just saying to raise three or more godly children, you wrote down what character traits you're working on with them. You Mm -hmm. thought it
1: through. Yeah, that was helpful. I like this one too. It's to disciple my children teach them how to spend time with God and grow in their relationship with him. I think I love discipling other women and I want to make sure before the kids leave the house that I have set aside time to really pour in and disciple them so they're equipped with the things that the Lord has given me when they one day are on their own that they know how to read the I mean I am not an expert on reading the Bible but they know how to spend time in God's word and how to pray. I just love that. I'm trying to think of one more Um, I'll share one more with you. It's to create a home that is safe, welcoming, and life-giving, where my family and others can experience the beauty of Christ and the gift that is family. I want when people walk into my house for them to feel the Holy Spirit's presence and that they're safe and welcome and loved. So those are just a few of my lifelong goals, Jannie. That's great. Heidi, oh, may the Lord help you to fulfill
0: those. Oh, they're wonderful. Well, I wonder what some of your goals are, dear listener. I wonder what you've written down. Are they measurable? Are they sustainable? Do they bring you joy when you think about it? Now, you want to take those lifetime goals and not just keep them in your notebook or post them on your wall somewhere. You want to make them actionable for this year. Heidi, you've just shared with us um, your lifetime goals. Now, before I do, I'd like to ask you to share with our listeners how you make those lifetime goals actionable in your year-to-year life, in your week-to-week life with your family. Could you share with us a little bit, I know you're very devoted to following Christ and you try to work through all of your goals, but share with our listeners how you might take a lifetime goal and make it actionable. Do that for two or three of your goals for us, would you?
1: Okay. So I do it on a monthly basis, Jenny. And as I read some of my goals, I'm sure you can hear the categories. Like I have goals about my relationship with the Lord, or I have goals about my marriage and my motherhood. And so at the beginning of every month, I sit down and I think about that category, my relationship with the Lord. What is something that I can do this month to draw closer to Jesus? So for example, scripture meditation, I want scripture to overflow from my heart, but I need a goal for the month of saying, pick a verse to meditate on and write it on three note cards. And so at the beginning of every month, I'll think, okay, my relationship with the Lord, what do I want to focus on this month? Okay, it's scripture meditation or, oh, I'm a few days behind in my Bible reading and I really want to focus on being able to read all of the Bible this year. So let me catch up on those days. Or you can take another one of my categories. I didn't share this goal, but it's my health, and it's to take care of the body that the Lord has blessed me with. And so I'll think about that category. What's something in the month of January that I can do to focus on my health? And I'll write down, run three times per week. And I'll have that on a paper, and I put it by my calendar. And then as we go through the month, I'll really make an effort with that specific goal that I wrote down for that category. Thank you, Heidi. That's very helpful. Tell me what you do, Jannie. How do you work out your lifelong goals into the year? What I do
0: is at the beginning of each year, I look at my lifetime goals, and I write out goals for that year. For instance, for 2020, in order to fulfill my lifetime goal of abandoning myself in daily quiet times with the Lord, my year goal is to read through the Bible in 2020. In order to make a lifelong study of the Word and be able to teach it to others, I have a (laughs) goal—this is kind of crazy. You all are going to have to hold me accountable for this—I have a goal of memorizing the Book of Colossians. A Christian brother has challenged me to do this, and I'm enjoying it so far. So by the end of 2020, I want to have the Book of Colossians memorized— As far as my goal to be a wise, efficient, and happy homemaker, we've added an addition to our house for Ray to have his study at home now. And that means I have to redo my own office. I have to get it painted, get some new furniture. So I want that completed by the end of 2020, hopefully before. One other goal is to submit to Ray in this way. He wants me to get a new computer. (laughs) And I'm fighting it because I love my old, heavy, overfilled computer. Heidi is laughing because she knows how bad my computer is, and she wants to get me a new one too. And if I weren't married, I wouldn't get a new one. But it's a way that I can say I honor you, Ray. I respect your opinion, and I understand that in the long run it will be better for me. I just don't like the process. So those are some of my my goals for 2020. So what do I do next? I visit my goals quarterly rather than monthly, as you do, Heidi. It's just uh, the way I do it. So I write goals for the next three months. What they are? Well, my first one is Memorize Colossians chapter 1, 1 through chapter two fifteen. It's very measurable. I will know if I make it or not. The second one is to get my study painted and to get a new rug for it by the end of March. The third one is to begin my work on my next book, which is called To the Tenth Generation. It's on building a Christian family. So those are three goals that I want to see started or finished by the end of March. Hopefully, listener, you can see how after you write your lifetime goals, you want to break it down into yearly goals, And then Heidi breaks hers down to monthly, I break mine down into quarterly. Do what works for you, but do something. Don't just write these goals and tuck them away in your notebook or pin them up on your wall and think they will happen. A goal is made to walk toward it and to walk in the light of that goal. What do you want to see accomplished in and through you? Now, we want to close today by praying for you in this new year over your goals, over your lives, that God would accomplish His purpose in you. Heidi and I are both going to pray. Heidi, why don't you begin, and I'll close this up, all right?
1: Heavenly Father, we come before you today with open hands. We ask, God, what can we accomplish for your kingdom with this time that you've given us on earth? We pray for your Holy Spirit that you would speak to us and guide us, God. We want to live our lives on purpose. We want to stay on course. We want to please you. And I pray that you would give each of us wisdom of how to do that, God. How do we take these lifelong callings that you've placed on our heart and take one step forward? How do we walk in them and continue moving closer to you? God, we thank you for our lives and the days that you've given us. Help us to live them on purpose in a way that will bring a smile to your face. Mm. Yes, Father, I agree with that prayer. I pray
0: for Heidi, for me, for each one of our dear listeners, that you would help us to discern what is pleasing to you, to walk in a manner fully pleasing to you, bearing fruit in every good work. Lord, that's what we want. I pray that you would take any goals that have been written this week and that you would help fulfill them according to your plan. You tell us in 1 Thessalonians that faithful is he who called you, who will also do it. So, Lord, we're asking as you call us that you will do it. We want to be women who are walking forward with purpose. We want our lives to count for you, Lord Jesus. Would you give us that honor? And Heidi's and my prayer, Father, for each of our listeners is from Psalm 20. May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. Then, Lord Jesus Christ, you will get great glory, and we will be so filled with joy. And it will be such a happy, happy year. So, Lord, we, we ask all of this in the name of your precious Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.
1: Thank you for joining us today. This podcast is generously funded through Renewal Ministries. If you would like to discover more about Jannie and Ray's ministry or make a donation, visit their website at renewalministries.com. If you have a question for Janny or would like to learn more about this podcast, please visit our website at herestoresmysoul.org.